Hey everybody, Aaron, welcome to another Cardinal Cast podcast for all of our cat surf companies. So we are here in Edwardsville and I have uh, our branch manager, Ed Halverson, for both St. Louis and Maple Cat uh, here. And we are actually sitting across from the downtown Cardinal Cat office at the Stagger Inn. And uh, Ed is here with me and we thought with this cardinal cast we would just uh, shoot the shit a little bit introduce everybody to ed and ed has a ton of construction background so uh hopefully it's a really nuanced conversation where we can talk language you know maybe even getting into some of the background of some of the stuff that he's done so what's going on ed how are you man well thanks aaron i'm doing well doing well enjoying my uh enjoying my fall you fell? My fall. Oh. My fall weather. Kind of happy October's done. October's a tough one for my liver. Yeah, I'm afraid <laughs> Very cool. So, as most everybody knows, you know, you're a fearless leader here. I'm from North Minnesota. I'm from a town uh, called Pequot Lakes, North Minnesota. And and uh, Ed is also from Minnesota, so Ed, tell us where you're from. Yeah, I'm I'm from Bemidji, Minnesota. It's about so oh, hour and forty minutes south of the Canadian border. Um, just the land of pine trees and Indians, a lot of a lot of Native Americans. So what is it about hour from Brainerd? Hour and a half. Uh, hour and a half. Yeah. 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 I lived there for oh thirty five years. Forty. Thirty five yeah. years. Forty years. Yeah. Yeah, most of my life. Um, I love the I love the area. I hate the winters now. I used to love the winters, skiing, <laughs> and, skiing and snow catting and ice fishing. Ice fishing, fishing bottle ice. Yeah, yeah, but I can't, uh, just can't do that cold crap anymore. Just. So you went, did you go to Bemidji State, is that right? I went to BSU, yep. So Ed is a beaver, in case anybody was wondering. Swinging beaver, yeah. Well, very cool. Tell us about, so... What's the name of your company that you still have, still do work with, and uh, a little bit about what you did, you know, before uh, God put us together. You know, we kind of found each other, and uh, it's kind of a cool thing working with you and coming from Minnesota and living here in Edwardsville, how our paths crossed. Yeah, so uh, I, I uh, right out of high school, um, started pounding nails. I had a really good friend, a mentor. I worked actually worked at his camp uh, in the summertime for a few years on Lake of the Woods. And uh, this guy was a master carpenter, and uh, just he was kind of like a father figure to me. Um, Lake and, of the Woods, whereabouts? Not there, North uh, Oak Island. Okay, how yeah. far is that from Zippel? From Zippel Bay, it's it's uh, almost 50 miles straight north, right across the Big Traverse. Yep. As soon as you hit, as soon as you hit the, the Ontario line, there's a little area called the Northwest Angle. It, it's still Minnesota, and you just yeah. follow it up there, and that's where Oak Island is. No so yeah, that's where yeah, I started pounding nails. Is up there. Gorgeous up there, man. No. Yep. Yeah, it was fun. It was cool. Um, so uh, yeah, right out of uh, high school, I started doing that stuff. Went to college. Um, got a got a degree in criminal justice, and met my first wife. <laughs> got married. Um, uh, got married young, huh? Yeah, I did. She, she she couldn't even drink when when we got married. She was twenty, I was twenty one. Wow. So yeah, uh, had had a pile of kids, three kids, and um, 
just went out on my own right away uh just 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 did it just jumped off the freaking ledge and and made a lot of mistakes made a lot of money spent a lot of money um but i've always loved building and i've always really liked the uh the customer service aspect of it yeah uh building relationships i have i have what i'd call best friends still that i built houses for you know 10 years ago so I, I I like that and the follow up and and I never really did any advertising. I, I, Word of mouth. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is all in Minnesota up north. Yep, yep. Moved out to Montana uh, with my second wife, and uh, same thing. I, I started a little construction company out there called Yellowstone Basin. Um, that was the name of the company, Yellowstone yep. Basin. Yep. Nice. Yep. Took us, uh, took me a, a good year, cause, cause it's a good old boys network, you know, just like most places are. You, yeah. You, you know, some out of towner comes in, and uh, you kind of got to hook up with somebody and, and kind of hitch up to them a little bit, and then or beat up the building inspector. Beat up the building inspector. <laughs> yeah. So, were you a, a sole prop or LLC or uh, did you incorporate right away when you were right out of right out of college? Not right out of college. I flew under the radar for like 10 years. Um with the way to do it. Yeah, no no uh licensing, no overhead, no insurance. Not yeah, had a couple of old vans and some tools, you know. I mean, up north that's and well, that's how we did things too back yeah, then. Yeah, didn't really need to. Right there, there weren't any uh, like local building code enforcements back then. You know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> probably. So for our young listeners, or for people, future people that uh, are going to be listening to this, this would be in the the, the late '80s and early '90s, right? In the yep. '90s, probably. Yep. Yep. In the, in the '90s. Um, Probably in the year, like right around the year 2000 is when I went fully legit. Uh, yeah. Licensed, insured, had an accountant and, and did all that kind of stuff. And then that Halverson Construction then? Yep, LLC, yeah. Same same entity it's always been. Yep. So you've been in business for 21 years. Yep. Nice. Yeah, pound and nails. And, and uh, um, I've done everything from ground up. I mean... I, when you first start out, you gotta you gotta pour a lot of concrete. You gotta do a lot of stuff. You don't. You gotta put a lot of roofs on, things that you know you don't get paid much for. But so from foundation work to yeah. roofing. Yep. 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 Can you kind of uh, that that intrigues me. That's very interesting. Without getting into too much detail, tell us about building a house. Uh, building a house, you uh, you start with uh, geo reports because you gotta know what kind of footing, what size the footings have to be for the soil. Uh, uh, irregularities in that area um i didn't do a ton of like that work the concrete work i i, I did enough of it to to know what i was doing and then you you, you know you sub it up sub just it like yeah. kind of like we do um you know get get a good plan uh an architect um engineering reports and all that kind of stuff and that and that's priceless just like in our our, our industry now you gotta if you don't have like a good like report card to work off of you know you can just it, things just don't go well um yeah you, you know put a foundation in if it's a basement it's a basement if it's just a foundation you know it's a footing and a, and a foundation wall and it's backfilled and and then you get to your your heating uh systems uh you know a lot of that stuff is in the ground anymore um and then start framing you know frame it up uh <laughs> It's it's you dry it in you call it you know you get the roof on get the tie back on it and it's dried in you know okay um, pop the glass in it and soffit fascia siding and then move inside um, anywhere from 
like a like a 2500 square foot house i would it would take me anywhere from three months to nine months depending on the complexity and this and that i didn't blow through them i i, I usually did like one house a year um but these were big custom homes usually on a lake and the slope yeah. is like that you know uh, yeah. And then a couple of nice higher end remodels, and then in the winter time, I did a lot of uh, like just bathroom remodels, uh, um, tiled showers, and things like that to like, fill in. You know, well, yeah. it's forty below up there. <laughs> so you did all the inside finished carpenter yep. stuff too. Yep, yep. No. The only thing, only thing I don't, I don't do, I didn't do was like I'd hang a little drywall if I had to. You yeah. know, just, but uh, taping drywall, no, never. Hate it, hate it. Yeah. And fast forward, us, we've got a great drywall guy with Jay. Yeah. So did you? How much of the percentage of the work did you sub out um, versus actually doing the work? And this, did you have employees? As well? I did have employees, but uh, they were all ten ninety nine. Okay. Um, and it burnt me once, uh, and, and and then we got our uh, our paperwork adjusted. You know, because yeah. it, it's so easy. It, 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 the state can look at it and say, hey, you're, it seems like you're dictating what these people are doing. You know, Yeah, there's a 20-point questionnaire yeah. in the state of Minnesota that says, are you yeah. an employee or a 1099? We've been audited here as well a couple of times. So in Illinois. We know the stuff pretty well. Okay. Yeah. We had to learn by fire, yes. Yep. So I, I would sub out the uh, the electrical, you know, the mechanical stuff, the plumbing, the HVAC, uh, nine times out of ten, all the, all the uh, flat work, the concrete. Um, and then towards the end, I, I, I'd sub out the shingling. Um, but I would I would get the house up, and I would get the roof dried in. I'd put the ice and water on. I'd put the drip edge on. I'd put the, the felt on, um, just so it's it's tight, you know, so we can put the glass in it. It's for me. I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> so yeah, and, and I loved it, man. I just I building houses is, is, is it's it's amazing. Yeah, I, I just love it. I've always loved it. So fast forward uh, a couple years, um, well actually, fast forward, let's say we jump uh, jump into some hurricane work, and I don't know if you've ever seen like what the pro storm chasers do, but they have like full on, you know, semi units they'll send down with mobile offices and they're actually rebuilding rebuilding right. full on houses. Mm -hmm. So with your aptitude of building houses, hell, that's something we could entertain down Absolutely. the road as we grow this. Absolutely, yep, yep. Um, a whole lot of schooling, I suppose, would have to go along with that. I mean, because there, you, you're talking about bringing a, a unit down there to to uh, repair or rebuild a hundred houses. Not, I mean, you can't mobilize Stupid. to do one. Yeah, you know what I mean, so it'd be a lot of uh, a lot of uh, I don't even know what you call it, like just prep and and, and research, and, and you got to get your materials right because these guys are doing. They're, they're buying stuff, you know, semi-loads of, like, OSB, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so there's a, there's, there's a whole, whole, whole different a aspect. whole division itself, yeah. huh? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. But I guess the good thing for us, for all intent and purposes, if we end up getting a large tree claim or a lot of times we shy away from some of this stuff just because... You know, roofing's our forte. Right. But now that we've got, you know, your your aptitude with some of the the more complex trades, you know, we can at least take on the idea of grabbing a couple more jobs that normally we would say no to. Yeah, yeah. You keep know? it open. Like the other day, we that guy he wanted a, a demo or something like that. I mean, so, oh, that BBB lead. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, 
something I, I I'm comfortable. I've, I've done shit like that a hundred times. Yeah. You know I mean? um, it's just time suck. What it's a time suck for and, right and now. Is it worth? Yeah. Is it worth it? Is it profitable enough to? Yeah. To do it, I just don't know. So a bottle of Jack Daniels and a forklift is no for demolition, right? Right. I guess. <laughs> So then our paths crossed here, uh, late 2020. Yeah. So, had you ever done an insurance claim before? Uh, no, never. I, I was involved in them as the builder, yeah. but I, I washed my hands of it. I said, I'm billing you. Yep. You do it with your insurance company. You're paying my bill. You know, I, I never got into that at all. So, so what do you think about our trade, or what do you think about our business model, or how we go to market? Since, uh, you know, it's it's very impressive coming from the construction industry because, as everybody knows, I really don't know much of anything. I'm not very good at a whole lot of stuff, and certainly can't swing a hammer. I can't even make ice. <laughs> but you know, somebody with a construction background, really knowing how to do everything, how to build everything, and kind of getting into you know our strength is the negotiating piece and that kind of makes the sale completely different with a revolving sale price i always say where you know what you sell it as today could go up you know 50 80 percent depending on what you find right claim right so talk about that i wish i would had i known what i know now yeah 20 years ago i wouldn't be sitting here right now yeah i just know i would not be sitting here um, because okay. it is, it's a diverse thing. It's insurance. You can it, 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 roofing. You can do it with water claims. I can't tell you how many times I've fixed a collapsed basement. That was an insurance job. Yeah. And I just build my thirty-eight fifty an hour for all my guys, and you know, like a dumbass. Yeah. And and, and that could have been a hundred thousand dollar claim. It was probably forty thousand. You know. Because wow. I I didn't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I sure wish I <laughs> but I, I like I, I I dig what we're doing. I I, I dig the um, the aspect of, of helping people. Like I said before, that's one of the things I really like about what I what we do now and what yeah. I've done is is, is the people uh, helping people. And like today, for instance, um, God, I I went out for a color meeting. Um, this guy I signed here about two weeks ago. I talked about the. Uh, the adjuster pulled the tarp and didn't put it back properly. Yeah, yeah. Got, you know, water dripping. He called me uh, Friday night or Thursday night, 8.30, and he had, he admitted he had had a few cocktails, and he wasn't mad at me. He was just using me as a uh, sounding a board. Venting. A pissing post, a little venting, yeah. yeah but, you know, I, I, he's so happy. I got him all tarped back up, and we got a good claim, you know, from the insurance company, and, and he's fully on board to go after him to get more. And so what, the adjuster came out, pulled the tarp off, and did a shitty job putting it back on? Right. So he actually helped us out, in essence, because now we'll have a bigger interior corner right. because right. of his negligence. Yep. Great. Yeah. So, cool. I, I, I love it. I love it. I love the business model. Um, when, I, when I moved here uh, with my second wife, <laughs> yeah. Was it three and a half years ago, four years ago now? I don't yeah. even remember. Yeah, I was going to ask, did you do any work here in the Metro East with Alberson? I did. I did. I, uh, I did like I always do when we moved. My second wife worked for the Indian Health Service. Okay. So we bounced around a lot. We'd go and, and live for two years. It, start it, a new business. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. And I was freaking exhausted. Yeah, and, that's and a lot. She wanted to move here because her family's here. And I'm like, okay, you know, I 
think I love this one then you know obviously I did um but yeah it was exhausting and when I saw your ad uh I think it was on Facebook I think we did yeah I think we did something on Facebook yeah yeah Yeah. I researched your company and I looked at your philosophies and this and that and I thought wow that that sounds pretty cool it's a niche for sure yeah yeah so that's how this ended up (laughs) yeah then we did a little bit of traveling you became Mm -hmm. fast friends with with Mr. Chavez mm-hmm. and yep. and Ken and the rest of our hitters in this company, Quentin, all those, all these guys. That's very cool. Now we still went to Nashville, so we'll have to do that one of these trips. Yeah. So let's uh, let's turn the table a little bit as a branch manager here in Edwardsville and uh, Metro St. Louis. Um, ask me a question. But what is there anything? in this format that you think would be helpful for the future Cardinal Cast listener, for the future, you know, guys and girls that are gonna be, you know, jumping on the, the cat serve train and slinging some roofs as a, a person that comes from industry, but also, you know, our business is a little bit unique. We kind of have a niche. We kind of uh, don't do things normally. We're very remote, you know, lots of freedom, lots of autonomy, all that good stuff. Or I always say, we're not normal. We're not a normal company. And I think that's a cool thing. It's very cool. It's very attractive to a guy like me that's been self-employed his whole life. Yeah. I, I don't think I could Big brother work. ain't watching. Right, right, right. So my my first question has been the same question I've been asking myself and yeah. other people for the last couple months. Like, how do we attract and find people that are kind of like-minded with, 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 with what we believe and what we're thinking, how do, how do we find people that are quality like that to come and, and, and jump on board and work? Mm. Well, that's a good looking question. I, I would say in my experience, it's, it's ABC. It's always be closing. It's old sales, sales uh, motto or mantra. Um, no matter where we are, no matter you know whomever we're talking to, I'm always shooting the shit. I'm always talking about the business, and I'm always selling. So I'm not necessarily only looking for you know roofing systems and, and roof leads. You know I'm looking, I'm looking at uh, you know talking to people that might want to come work for us. You know we really haven't done a whole lot of advertising. You know the Facebook blast we put out was something that I think Andrea did, and I don't even know if I knew she did it because um, we really. You know, I, I kind of call it law of attraction. You know, um, mm-hmm. we do things right, and you know, people find us. But uh, since we've been a business, you know, and, and, and since we've been since we've been a company, I really haven't stepped on the gas in terms of really doing a hardcore campaign, going to colleges, you know, really going out and soliciting, trying to find people to work for our company. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my, think, my thinking is, or my thought process has always been, you know, especially now with the expansion of, you know, the five new offices and, you know, jumping commercial and, uh, and doing chase. And our major expansion is I really wanted to stabilize um, our teaching, our teach train piece. And that includes everything from, you know, just how we sell and and then our, our operating system with Freud. So I'm at a place right now where I'm getting more and more comfortable with how our, how our company's running. And I really feel like we've got a super strong foundation. So now we're gonna start doing more and more things like finding people. Um, 
really it's a numbers game kind of just like 100 houses or 33 snipes you're looking you know mm-hmm. you know you're you're always trying to you're always trying to find like-minded people and let's face it it's roofing it's kind of a it's a scumbag industry we know we know the business and we know that there is a lot of turnover um, with my background working on the operations side for Fastenal, you know, we had really high turnover. It was kind of the nature of our business. So I decided I was going to hire as many people as I could. And, you know, every once in a while, the cream will rise to the top. So I think it, I think finding the people is, is more, they're going to find us. Okay. And then as we, as we grow and put camp, put campaigns together i can see us if i had a crystal ball i can see us having you know somebody that works within our company possibly as a salaried person that that would be one of the hats that he or she would wear would be you know going to you know going to georgia tech going to texas a&m you know going to slu going Mm -hmm. to you know cu and you know going to the colleges and trying to find you know the business the business management type people right right you know right it's it's I, I could I could see your vision when I first talked to you about yeah. the company, but it's hard for me to uh, pitch that to people. To, yeah. To show them the vision and say, hey, you know, put the put the work in, and it's there. You know, it's gonna happen. So maybe you know, maybe I, I maybe I need to work on my sales pitch for hires or something. I don't I don't know. I just, and I can't help but feel like uh, kind of you know not. Uh, it, it, it makes me feel bad when, when people don't work out. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, it, don't. it really does. I mean, our, our our onboarding is improving. It's a work. I mean, it's definitely we've had fourteen hundred percent growth rate this year from year to date. So um, we are continuing continually improving our onboarding and how we're bringing people in. And I do think with the SVG piece. Um, with the whole, all those training modules, mm-hmm. I think that's certainly going to help when a new person comes on and they can actually be put right into, you know, here's, you know, kind of storm chase, mm-hmm. hardcore roofing sales one-on-one. And then the other part that, you know, we're doing right now is, and I know we still have a lot to publish, or, or to, yeah, to publish is the, these podcasts for training and just continual training. But the answer really is, you know, um, the model that, that Phil and I used, and Dave for that matter, uh, we used at Fastenal was, you know, we were constantly looking for the, you know, under under 30 demograph, you know, we're looking for the young guys and girls that are hungry and they're looking for a career path. And I think what you're seeing and and what we're, we're it's happening right before us is there's a lot of super smart, super talented younger guys and girls that are saying, you know what, college isn't for me. College today isn't the same as when when we went back in the in the eighties and nineties. Right. You know, um, so there's a lot of really smart people that just aren't interested in going to school and getting that piece of paper. And by no means am I downplaying an education. You know, I went to school for seven years at Winona State in Minnesota to play rugby. Right. And and, uh, and, <laughs> and I and, party. and I found a business. <laughs> you know, I, I actually I I I found a business. A business found me, and. I think we'll always be adding people. I think this is something that's uh, we're not going to stop growing, and you know, adding staff is going to be something that we're going to keep on doing. Now, specifically here for Edwardsville, you know, um, we need to get our butts in the SIUE, even though we kind of can't stand the university and uh-huh. Lewis and Lewis and Clark here as well. And something as easy as uh, you know, signs with the little the phone numbers that you rip off. 
right. you know, entrepreneurial spirit, you know, looking for a side hustle, looking for whatever, you know, freedom, responsibility, freedom and freedom and lucrative pay plans. And they'll come. Mm-hmm. They will mm-hmm. come. Mm-hmm. I would say never, I never get too worried about turnover numbers because the job's hard. The job can be hard out of the gate. And I say the job's hard because we know that our, our core focus is going to be cold calling, door knocking, ASD, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, some people don't have the kahunas to do that. Most people. Yeah. And what I say is, you know, I always say it's not about you. It's about service. So if we truly put our service mind or our service foot forward and we're really truly trying to help people, the sales will come, the leads will come, the job will come. What happens is people's, people's dumbass ego get in the way and you get a door slam in your face and you go, now who, don't these people know who the fuck I am? I could kick this guy's ass, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. So right, right out of the right. gate, you know, and that's why, you know, some of our core values is humility. You know, because we're not important. We can help people. But I think also being you have to be realistic and you have to understand that. Let's face it. Public sucks. Some people just aren't going to get what we're throwing down. And that's just how it is. And I say this all the time. Some people are too fucking stupid to get a free roof or roof or deductible. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that I haven't gotten through with all that SVG thing yet. Yeah. Um, I got I I don't know. I'm halfway or more than half I don't know uh, but that's uh, I agree with you that's going to be a really good tool to bring people from like zero to 60 yeah um, and that whole deal and they, and they talk a lot of did you watch the whole thing did no you, I have not okay so they do talk a lot about that the humility and I don't the, think Rhea's going to allow me to watch that I'm just <laughs> so they, they cover that pretty well actually they do um, uh, I don't know like Brian said he watched the whole thing already took him a week yeah i don't know I don't, I don't know how you could watch that in a week i mean well, it's 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 a lot but I, I parallel a lot of the stuff that i do you know to to the AA program but also a lot of stuff that i've done that had success with in my life came from rugby you know just learning learning leadership learning how to you know direct people and all mm-hmm. that stuff and um quite frankly what you may or may not be very good at uh, is, is another avenue for bringing people in the business and that's uh looking for the bar we call them bar prodigies so you know a couple times a week and i i'll i'll do a better job of being available when i'm here in town you know just hitting a few of the places and just shooting the shit with just your regular old dudes at at a bar you know mm-hmm. not that we're looking to hire drunks or anything like that right but, you know let's right. face it you know what what came to me is that there are a lot of very talented people uh, carpenters, you know, handyman, hammer swingers, you know, maybe people in the roofing industry that have a job that they hate. They work for a shitty company. So if we're out there, if we're putting it out there, and sometimes if you're at a bar, that's where you're going to find the guys that the guys and girls that do what we do. You know, throw it out there, hand out a shitload of business cards, and you know, eventually some of them stick. Yeah. You know, don't feel, don't ever feel bad about turnover because it's the same for everybody. Yeah. And for the ones that get it. It's, it's it's fun. Yeah. You yeah. know? It's cool. So what, as, as far as, like, our the, the company now, what, what kind of year is this? So this is still my first year. Like, what kind of year are we having as a, oh, as a whole? I'd call it an old damage year because we don't have a giant active hailstorm. Okay. Um, you know, one thing that we've that I've said from day one 
when we started the company is you know a couple of credos or mottos that that we've always had is uh is our company's rate of change must stay ahead of the risk industry and i think that's very prudent every year and that every january 1st we turn the odometer back to zero and we start the company over with all the knowledge and the foundation and the financial horsepower and all that stuff that we've had for the last you know 12 plus years so we start the company over every year so this year has been the single most dynamic year that we've ever had just because of the change you know that and this is not even talking about you know what's going on with the world with the economy the lockdown the the, the corona bull, bullshit all that stuff it's it's been a very uh diverse year because of the addition of you know dave in north carolina so that's a good a great fast connection and then you know chavez phil chavez with uh, with bronco in denver so know that you know phil and i have been talking about putting this together for you know a good five years Phil and I have the history where we worked together at Fastenal. He was our purchasing agent. And as he jumped on board in the roofing industry, you know, the, his message was, I'm going to learn this industry, but I'm going to learn it another, on another company's dime, so to speak, until I learn the business well enough. And then kind of what I said, being a God spiritual kind of guy is, listen, no pressure, no stress, no rush. When this is right, it's going to come together. So we've been kind of plotting and scheming you know to get this thing put together and we finally you know beginning of this year we hit play on this so it's been i i can't really speak to what kind of year it's been numbers wise because i haven't looked that closely at the at, at what our annual revenue is going to be but it's been a wild and wide open crazy year kind of like how things used to be for the people that uh for me and phil uh, and dave that used to work at fast where it would just grow like crazy so i would say this year was a year where you know, we, we found some cracks in our foundation and basically our foundation couldn't be more strong, but we did have to go back and fill some of the cracks that we had. You know, 2020 kind of hit us pretty hard, hit a lot of people pretty hard. Luckily, we had the, you know, the financial horsepower and the financial stability to be, you know, lean and mean and know how to operate lean and mean, but more importantly, how to grow. You know, adding five stores, you know, with a, a two years of a pandemic is, or, f or five branch branch locations is kind of tough to do. And we were able to do it with uh, very little outside money. So it's been an interesting year in terms of it's the first time that we've ever, ever actually used any of our lines of credit and uh, didn't just run with, you know, I call it our coffers with our own with our own capital. Okay. So that's been different. And I would say one of the big, bigger challenges uh, for me as guy steering the ship, getting really tuned into how commercial roofing works because that's a whole different dynamic, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it pays it, it, so much more money, so much more. It's super lucrative. And from what I can tell, I mean, the, the, the cold calling, the door knock, whatever, the AST, getting the lead is a lot easier than, than, than residential. But you have to have, you have to be a professional. You have to have the mindset for it. You have to know what the fuck you're talking about. So the, the, I call, we call our cash coffers or, you know, our, our, our working capital was definitely an adjustment coming off a pandemic year coming off a year where we probably we probably left three million on the table in 20 because we followed the we followed the the rules of 
not going door to door and all that shit. So, you know, between that and then, you know, adding the locations, it's, it's been a pretty interesting year, but we, we know, we know now, uh, I, I couldn't be happier with our foundation. I really love where we are and I just see us chugging away and, you know, if I had a crystal ball, I'd say more and more like-minded guys and girls are going to find us. They find us. So I'd never really stress about adding and recruiting people. I know they're going to find us, but we're also at a place where, you know, first time in 12 years, you know, I'm going to step on the gas and we're going to really start getting some butts in our trucks here. Cool. Awesome. So, Ed, let's go back to Halverson Construction and, you know, for every business, the only way to commence sale is some sort of a cold call some sort of a door knock some sort of way to engage language conversation so talk us through how you used to do things and maybe even maybe we can even get into you know some of the ways that you get leads in today currently yeah so uh <clears throat> when i got into this business i uh my first wife, her uh, her father and her uncle had a, a construction company, and I, I did some subbing from them, uh, and eventually, kind of dirty, their customers started calling me behind their back. Oh, they were, yeah. We want you to run it, because you, right. you know what you're doing. Right, right, and I wasn't, <laughs> yep. gouging is bad, I suppose, but... Uh, so yeah, I, I I never really did. The only kind of cold calling I would do is maybe promote myself at the bar, you know, in the yeah. afternoons. We we you know go for lunch somewhere, strike up a conversation with somebody. Uh, very much like you're talking about, like the bar prodigy thing. Yeah, you just know. shoot the shit. Yeah, just shoot the shit and let people know what you're doing. And um, but yeah, it's 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 always been word of mouth, always. So now fast forward to working, I know you've worked a couple different mini storms that we've had and just uh, doing some work with Cardinal Cat now. What's your style or how do you, I always think that's something that we can just continue to teach and train sure. on these podcasts and all, all of our trainees. Just everybody has a different way to bring people, to bring new business in, cold call, door knock, whatever. Mm -hmm. So the way I, I, the way I door knock um, is I try to be uh, like extremely like um, happy and like surprising to the people. Like they're like, "What is this weirdo doing here?" Yeah, you know, yeah. He looks really happy to see me, and he doesn't even know me. And <laughs> I just want to, I, I just try to get him talking for thirty seconds. You know, yeah. ask him a question. You know, um, if they have a dog or something, that's awesome because I'm in. You know. Yeah. Um, out in Denver, totally different than, than knocking in St. Louis because those people, oh man, they are beat. They are sick and freaking tired of roofers. I mean, Roofer fatigue. Right. Yeah. I showed you that picture. That if oh, you yeah. are a roofer, you know, and I stuck all those. Guys. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. But, uh, but yeah, I just, I just try to be, like, happy and, and, and pro like, like a purvey a a spirit of, of lightheartedness and happiness to them you know Jovial. yeah yeah so i like that i i do a lot of the same thing yeah and and the biggest thing is is like like you told me right off the bat is just don't give a fuck if if they don't True. like you if they don't want to talk to you hey have a great fucking day i'm still in a good mood yes See ya, you know what i mean just because you're a piece of shit you're not gonna yeah. rub it on me yeah no i think taking the service approach to door knocking like i'll go there with my arms spread my my arms wide open and i'll i'll go let me help you 
You know, <laughs> like, what in the fuck is this guy doing? Right. Let me help you. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've done push-ups in front of customers. I mean, I've done all sorts of things just to, and not that everybody has to do it that way, but the point is, is do it, number one. Just get out there. Get out of the truck you, and do it. Be yourself and try different yeah. shit. You know, yeah. try different things. I don't really believe in a canned, you know. I am Aaron with Northwest Roofing. I would like to say your name here, fix your roof. No, just go there and say, hey, you right. know, I'm local. I can help you. Your roof's fucked up. Let yep. me help you. Yep. And and being able to read the house or, or read the job site, yeah, what I call it. Um, that that if you can do that properly, if you can if you can make a comment about something, uh, and to to make some commonality there, that I think to me that wins you like two minutes of their time yeah if they say oh well he noticed my nice flowers or something like that just shit like that you know and it, and it, it's all fluid it just it, it changes with every house you got to be able to pick that up and and that that's one uh, one aspect i think that 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 works for me so, so with construction not new construction but with home remodeling the unknown so when you're Talk about some times where you've got into something where you had to change order the hell out of it because you just didn't know what you're getting into. And potentially you had a customer that maybe wasn't happy because they didn't want to pay more money, but I want to kind of get into like conflict diffusing something or conflict resolution. Okay. You know, I know no matter how great we are, no matter how awesome the projects run, no matter what kind of support staff we have, things will always happen in, in remodel construction absolutely so i was curious if you had an anecdote or two um so with with remodeling and i did a lot of that when i started um because i wasn't getting three hundred thousand dollar houses to build i was getting forty fifty thousand dollar remodels you know there's always you're you're running into that shit all the time and you just don't know And, and and i guess the best advice that I could give is, is just make that a hundred percent aware to the client like we don't know and everything that's gonna happen outside of this scope is gonna be TNF time and materials it's overkill communication yep, yep. and and, just, hey. and stress that until they're sick of hearing it you know what I mean like yeah. like we don't know when we open this wall up we don't know same thing when we open your roof up yeah we don't know you know um, and just put make it black and white and if they don't understand that you know uh, you, you might want to not do business because I think that I, I've seen it burn somebody oh yeah <laughs> you know in the roofing industry <laughs> um, but yeah and, and a lot of I've seen a lot of contractors get burnt with that too you know stand they, up for yourself too if you're right right stand up for yourself and what, what like uh, under promise and over Deliver. That's, I use the line all the time. Yep. Yep. That's. Yeah. When's, when's the last time you had a pissed off customer? And uh, how'd you fix it? Even if it was with us, maybe fixing somebody else's, unfucking something for us here. The last. Uh, I always think it's interesting listening because like Quentin does a great job with this. I, and, and then you've got Phil who does it a completely different way. You've got Ken who does it a different way. And I always think it's. No matter how great we are, sometimes you run into these things. So it's right. always, I think it's cool to hear right. how other people do shit. Um, so there were some 
pissed off customers <laughs> that I've been kind of trying to help and go back and fix some things like this and that. And, uh, you know, real, I just knuckled down and just, just did what had to be done. You know, I had to peel some bunch of siding off of this one lady's place and, and reflash some things properly to get it to quit, quit leaking. You know, I, I, I this is going to sound kind of funny, but, um, I, do, do you know where middle river is? Middle river, middle river, um, Minnesota. Here. Yeah. Minnesota. Mm. So I used to go goose hunting over there. Uh, Middle River is kind of uh, between Bemidji and Thief River Falls. Okay. So it's a lot of sloughs, a lot of marshes. And we'd go goose hunting up there. We had a little goose camp. And uh, I, there was an old guy that I met, and I knew him. I probably knew this guy for like five years. Um, but he was a carpenter. And, and I remember having drinks with this freaking dude one time. And he told me, he said... If you ever run into a job where you start losing money and it goes bad, he said, you freaking drop everything you're doing and work every hour of every day until you get that job done. Lose as much, you know, if you're losing money on it, that's that's what you do. And I, I took that that advice and I used that. Um, Wait, say that again. I want to. I want to comprehend. He said, it. if you're ever in a job and you and you're not making money, something it's not you under, underbid, undersold. Right. Okay, right. okay. He said, work your ass off, get there every freaking day, because that's what most people do. They, they don't a, walk off the right, job. They finish the fucker. Right. Right. They they get a job that they're not making any money, and they just kind of like half-ass kick it. it down the road, and they don't and they don't do anything with it. And they, yeah. 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 He said, just, just, just put all your effort into that job. Do it as fast as you can. Get, get the hell out of there. You know, and and that that huh. has uh, helped me. That's that's saved me. And I've I've kind of used that philosophy a little bit in in trying to clean up some of these different things here and there. Um, with Cardinal, that uh, like that Brenda Shroggy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, um, there was a bunch of fucked up shit there, and and I casualty of roofing with yeah. the pandemic that got yeah. got lost in our system yeah i just wanted to i just wanted to clean it up and so i decided okay i'm gonna do you know focus the next two days on this deal and just get done and yeah and it did and she was happy and blah 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 so did we ever take a swing at you on the job site um not a client no <laughs> <laughs> Not a client. Well, we can change that. And right. Stick with me, and yeah, Phil can really help you with that. I had a. Uh, this is a funny side note. I had a, a a roofer once on one of my jobs. He was this great big fat dude. He was probably three hundred pounds, and he was hairy like a bear. <laughs> and he had a shirt off. He all, may have been a bear all the time. And this is no shit. So it's one of those ninety-five degree days. You know, those odd days. Yeah. They had like 30 feet of ice and water, flipped upside down. They peeled the shit off of it, you know, and they had a, like a 24-foot pick, you know, that they're standing on. And, yeah. And they're going to flip it back over, you know, like this. And the dude loses it. And he's off the plank and he's down and the ice and water gets wrapped around him. Oh, I'll stick <laughs> all it. All the hair. Oh, and it's 90 degrees. <laughs> poor bastard. Oh, You should God. pour some feathers on him. Oh, that was funny. That was probably the funniest shit. I, some of the funniest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, he lost hair. It was terrible. <laughs> so the law of attraction, we talk about a little bit, and I noticed one thing. One thing I noticed right away was um, with you and Phil, you guys really, really hit it off in a in a business mm -hmm. business minded like minded way. Mm -hmm. Talk about that. Um, and you can badmouth him. He's not here. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, I think he and I probably, well, 
we've had some of the same life experiences, I think, or similar life experiences. Um, so we kind of could bond over the, some of that. And uh, he, I don't know, because our, our sales techniques aren't the same. He's more, oh yeah, I'm more, here it is. Love it or don't. Yeah, you can have my feelings if you don't so, take so, it. Yeah, so we don't have the same sales techniques, but I, I have been um, working on, on on utilizing his a little bit, you know, in, in the right situation. You can kind of pick up the right people that you can say, hey, motherfucker, you mm-hmm. know, and you and some people you can't. Uh, but I, I don't know. I just, I, you just sometimes you have chemistry with people, and, yeah. and, and I, I, I guess I can't explain it. I don't know. Ah, we can edit that part of it out. That was a bad question. So, <laughs> new guy, new girl comes to work, doesn't know their ass from their face about roofing. And independent of what you've learned with, you know, Cardinal Cat and everything, what do you tell a new person about roofing as a trade just as you get them going to be dangerous? Um, I know, black side down, black yep, side down. Start at the bottom. Uh... I, I guess as far as, as, as like in this business, in the insurance business, like we're part of roofer, yeah. I, I, I try to stress patience. Um, you're talking about the salesman. No, like the trade itself, roofing. Oh. Like actually, you know, nail courses. Uh, kind of, I'm kind of switching it a little bit back okay, more towards. Okay. I mean, you bring the construct, construction aptitude yeah. that we've never had in the company. Mm-hmm. So I, we probably, I should curtail the questions, not. To what you don't know, but what to what you really do know. Okay. And what you really know is construction. So, yeah. Yep. You know, having confidence in sales is super important. Mm-hmm. Not bullshitting, but you, a person I feel can learn quite a bit in a very short period of time about the roofing, right. about putting a roof on. Right. I would say, I guess, first of all, and this goes for everything in the construction industry. There's it. It, it costs ten percent more to do it right period across the board and you'll okay. find that if you look at any job it costs sure. you 10 percent more to do it right um and stay educated products are changing so quickly um, um uh, like valleys what kind of valleys do you like uh nail courses Courses of shingles. Let's get into some technical shit. Courses of shingles. Um, so, how about this? Before before we connected with Cardinal Cat, what shingle did you put on? And and why? I was Certainteed, Certainteed Minnesota. Yeah. You know, Certainteed plant right there in Shakopee. Um, our uh, they had a really really good contractor incentive. Uh, at the end of the year, and it would come. Your check would come. Shingle master. I think that's what it was. Yeah, at Christmas time, you'd get this check yeah. from from them, you know. And it was like I don't know, it was like five bucks a square or something like that. But you know, over a year's time, yeah. you you know. Um, so I, I I always liked their products, and I I was I I, I had a pretty good re- uh, uh, relationship with our rep up there. He was cool. He was at all the contractor parties and this and that, and and always like you'd get a shotgun from him, you know, at the end of the year. Uh, Certainty gives guns. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Yep. Um. So yeah, certainty. Well, I guess you subbed up most of your roofing, so maybe that was that's a bad question. I, well, I did at at, at did you actually towards have you the ever end. done any roofing roofing? Oh you god, yeah. To, oh god, yeah. Had to line the course because oh, I god, mean yeah. a lot of people don't understand. You know, it starts from the bottom, yeah. and each cut 
has to be a certain length. Great. You, you so go. it's like putting a puzzle together. Right. Right. So you start out. You take your, what I would do. I'd take my, a whole bundle of shingles. Yeah. And I'd, I'd I'd mark it off. Okay, this first one I'm taking five and an eighth inches off this first shingle. I I had a skill saw just develop, just 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 for that because nice sharp cut. cut. I cut them off. So I've got starters for this side, and I've got the last starter for the other side of the room. Uh, you get yeah. me? Yeah, yeah. Five and an eighth, ten and a quarter. You, you do that systematically. Get your starters all set up, and then. If it's a gable roof, if you're doing that, you're going to have waste of about an inch on a shingle, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, and and just uh, valleys, uh, some people like the uh, the standing seams. Some, I liked to lap one o- over and then cut one. The woven valley? Yeah. The close, the close the cl- cut valley. Close cut valley, yeah. Yep. California. I've never done a, a woven valley. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it. I've never done it. No, I've never had anybody ask for it. I don't see any benefit to it at all. I think it's... The benefit is less waste. That's about it. Less waste. I don't think it's as good a valley. It's interesting. Big Troy, one of my rugby buddies uh, that owns Hartley Exterior up in uh, Milwaukee land. Okay. um, And he's been a hammer swinger roofer, you know, Mm -hmm. 30 years. Swears by him. Okay. I would like to figure out why, but yeah. Goes, yeah, I only do woven valleys, Aaron, and that's the only way to do it. You know whatever, right? Right. You know, I, I will tell you one thing that I that really bugs the piss out of me, and um, I have my my crew, Saul's crew, do yeah. it when they come to a valley. When especially with architect with three tabs, it's not as bad. But with these architecturals, you know, it's a pretty thick shingle. You know, uh, so when you run that valley up, then you've got that steep drop off on the other end. You know yep. what I mean? So. If you take a little salvage edge or even one shingle, and let's say you you got your valley uh, feathered up, you know, on, on your on your downslope, take one shingle lengthwise and just put it, you know, at the at the ends of those shingles and run that up. It gives you another step down, gradual, so you don't see that ugly bubble in the valley, you know, on the high side of the valley. It's and it doesn't. It takes five minutes to do per valley, or it, it, not even. You know what I mean. Five minutes, and, and it, the aesthetics, it, it, it's night and day. It really is. So, And it doesn't cost anything. So, so as a roofing company, uh, new, new gal sitting here, we're talking about how a roofing, the functionality of a roofing system. Uh, how do you describe ridge vent and what it does? <clears throat> um, I describe it as a, like, convection. You're taking cool air and warm air, it, it, it's going up, it's convecting, like an, like, a, like an oven, you know, hot air, air that's warm rises. Um, and that's the best scenario. If you've got continuous soffit vent and continuous ridge vent, that's golden, that's, that's perfect, you know. That's, I guess, the best way I can describe it. Yeah. I, I hate to say we cut a hole in your house. We cut a hole in the top of your roof, if it's not there, and then we'll, we'll, we'll roll ridge vent on your roof, and ridge vent will actually help suck the air in, and uh, we'll mm-hmm. let the air go out. And a, a little fact uh, that's, that's very important is, is I've seen I've seen roofers um, cut that plywood off way too big. Yeah. If, if that hole is too big up there, you got a problem. It's not going to work. You know, it's not going to leak, but it's not going to convect properly. There's a specific reason why they want you to come like an inch and three quarters down on each side because yeah. that is the formula that, that makes it work you know? so in our business we say we've got two sales 
we've got two sales. So right. this is what I say, is I say, listen, anybody can go knock on a door and get a lead and sign that contract. A lot of people can. But with our business, the second sale is probably more important than the first sale, I don't know, with the adjuster. Right. So I, I know different people have different strategies with working with adjusters and the adjust appointment and stuff. How do you do, how do you handle your adjust appointments? Well, um, first of all, I like to get there before them. I like to have a ladder set up. If I need a goat, yeah. I'll put a goat up there. Um, and I, I just start bullshitting with them off the bat. And I, I, I put them at ease, you know, because every adjuster appointment, unless you know them, uh, they're on the guard. Yeah, they're they're like you're not, they're not happy you're there. They don't want to talk to you. None of that shit. Yeah. You know? So I I'll start with a hey, what the fuck's up, man? You know, blah blah blah. How are you? You know, a joke maybe. Um, uh, and then I don't try to dazzle them with bullshit, but I I let them know just verbally yeah. that I know what the fuck I'm talking about because I know everything about roofs. I I, I know just from doing this for so many years I, I i can talk their talk and i can talk above them and once they they they, they pick that up they're they're a different cat you know so that's that's my and i'm nice i'm just yeah, nice hey nice. man you need a water you yeah. know just fucking be nice you yeah know? don't let them let them know you know what you're talking about but be nice don't be pushy just don't piss them off yeah, it's like getting out of a speeding ticket by telling the cop to fuck off. Kind of doesn't work. Right, right. So Not so well. You know, in our business, the adjuster is the one that's going to approve or deny. And when it, when an adjuster likes you, you'll have a huge commission check. Right. I mean, it's definitely in our... There's a bunch of different strategies to doing it. And uh, I definitely think each person finds their own, their own style. Um, but basically, the adjusters are the ones that... What I tell people is the adjusters are the ones that are writing your commission checks, but if you think about it, our company, from the name of our company to how our trucks look, you know, the whole company is marketed towards that adjuster. You think about it, you got a lot of roofers, you got a lot of contractors, a lot of construction companies, but you don't have catastrophe services. Catastrophe services are third party adjusters. Right. You know, so we're a contractor swinging hammers, putting roofs on as a licensed roofer, but we're a catastrophe service. So if you ever wonder why we have a, you know, a Hague engineering logo on our truck or why we have the Xactimate sticker, the public doesn't know what that means. The adjuster does, so that's showing you we know this stuff. Right, right. So the second sale is super, super important. Have you ever had experiences with an adjuster looking for uh, a kickback? Very, no. Very common in our business. I, I, I guess it is, and, and no, I have not. I have not. So a new person comes to work, work within... Uh, within our organization here in, in St. Louis. What are you looking for for, for characteristics when, when you have somebody that you're talking to that you're thinking about coming to work for us and you know trying to make that match? Personality, charisma, um, you know, the obvious thing, you know, the, the, the first impression is very, very important. Does this person look like he might steal my tools, you know, <laughs> or whatever? Uh, so that's it. Very important. But even yeah, even yeah. if if I don't get a good first impression, like uh, you know, visually, I I still like just go into it where you, you 
talk to them, get their personality, get them talking, see what 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 they're like um, vocally. If they can if they can hold a conversation, if they can yeah. think for themselves, if they look like they just sold crack on the corner, <laughs> you know, or whatever. That's what I'm, I'm looking for. Somebody who's got a good personality and and nice, you know. So that actually touches parlays into another question: Is uh, um, you're talking to somebody, what do you say? How do you describe the company? How do you describe the job? What do you say? I because say this person seems like maybe they kind of have their shit together. Maybe we should, uh, get, you know, what do you say? Yeah. Um, like if I just met you at the bar and. Uh, I bought you a drink or something like that, you know, I was like, hey, man, what, you know, what are you doing for work now? Yeah. You know, are, are you a student, blah, 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 blah. When I start talking about the company, I say, hey, this is a really cool deal. I built custom homes for 20 years. Um, I kind of semi-retired a little bit. I'm just going to open a cabinet shop, and then I met Aaron. Um, this is really cool. We, we do insurance work only. It, it's it's a soft start you know you're not gonna if you're looking to get rich in a week on this deal you know or, or if you need to make your your uh what do i usually say if you need to make your uh your rent payment on monday yeah. this is not a job for you um but it's 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 uh it's lucrative it's it's fun you can be your own boss within reason and uh god you got a huge support staff to help you out and it's just about helping people and making money and, and liking what you do you know um you gotta you have to have people skills you have to know a little bit about a computer and if you don't that doesn't matter you, you know um just yeah so coming from construction background putting houses together i'm guessing you had a lot of spreadsheets and a lot of handwritten notes and a lot of plans and stuff so as we're building you know as we're building and growing our company um you know, we have our own operating system freud as everybody knows um how does how do you like that how does that work not as a loaded question just uh, right right what so do you think when i first started everything was on hand uh, notes everything, everything notes, was carbon notes, copies everything. and this and that and, and honestly i i didn't keep records of anything which bit me in the ass several times oh yeah. what's and, an invoice number i don't know. right right they're <laughs> out of order you yeah. Know? Oh, yeah so this the the freud system um for me, it, it took a while to figure it out to to uh, get it right because I could break a computer just by walking by it. It, right. would, it would it would burn up. I suck at computer. I suck at telephone. I suck at all things digital. You know, uh, but actually, um, even you're just, super old. Man. I know I'm super old and. Uh, <laughs> 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 I, I, I did an intake tonight. It took me. Um, I don't know, 10 minutes. Yeah. But it's super easy. You, you, you It's right there. You put, put, hit the button. And, and one thing I, I, I was struggling with was reading the information, like reading the boxes. It tells you what to do. Yeah. Upon intake, do line, this line, and the, you know. And yeah. if you slow down and you read it, and you, it, it's awesome. And I can go back. Like I, So I had a paint uh, accident in the truck uh, yep. last yep. week. I told right. you about that. All my files, everything lost. Couldn't I? Couldn't I? Couldn't. Uh, they, they were just lost. I got paint all over them. Um, so I just got new folders and I went into Freud and I just everything was there. I could just like download or I could just like print what anything I needed from any of the jobs. So it's 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 awesome in that in that respect. I I, I like it, and it's it's 
you spend some time with it um it's easy to use and and uh your wife is is always there you know for a for a phone call and, and ria knows a lot about it so it, it it's it's pretty cool it organizes everything yep. so if you think about it like this business it's very lucrative but you don't get paid super fast right out of the gate i mean you can but basically you're putting the time in today for a big fat commission check week two month two down the road right sometimes right so if you think about our operating system our Freud was built based on how historically myself and everybody in the company sold super profitable jobs so it's not traditional construction sales not traditional roofing sales it's only insurance claims so with our business building your roofing pipeline I, cha- I, I tell everybody to think about Freud is you spend your time getting everything in the system correctly spend your time to learn how the system works but the more information you get into it correctly don't half-ass it there's no rush same thing with the training you know you really have to grasp how it all works now as we grow we'll have better buttons and better visuals and more sports staff and all this stuff but as it stands right now um, our operating system is just like how we go to market you have to put the time in to understand how it works for long-term with operate with Freud long-term organization super organized jobs you can't make a math mistake because it's built where it's RCV up RCV down add subtract that's it and I think one of the best parts about it is you do not need to know anything about construction nor anything about insurance claims as as you put everything into the system it walks you through what goes on next and then we've also built in a lot of reporting that I don't even know that we're still learning or Andrew's still teaching all of us and teaching me a lot of the the agent reports you know like for example we had a customer call and said I had talked to my project manager in, in a month did you guys take my money and run yeah 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 we did no no we didn't <laughs> and in this business it happens a lot but we can run what's called a client touch agent report so we can actually you know in the big giant storm years and we've got you know 800 and 900 roofs going on you know out of one office you can run reports to say okay here's somebody that that, that hasn't been talked to in a while we better figure out what's going on with this right. or here's the roof has been done for 45 days where how come the gutters aren't ordered that right. kind of thing right that's awesome and those um printable documents on there like those detailed printable statements the change orders yeah, it, yeah. It, everything's there everything's yeah. in black and white here it is you know? it's a little bit of a growing pain to teach everybody how it works and it's not like it's not like google or facebook where you just go get lost and try to figure this shit out on your own it's kind of like exactimate with exactimate you must know how exact exactimate operates or you break it or you can't move on right you know right right. if i can figure it out and navigate it i will tell you without a doubt anybody can do it yeah because i i shit you not my computer it's it's designed to manage 70 actives all right you know so i'd like to see i know quentin quentin has a magic number of 50 um and this is something we're working on as we're growing um as we're growing our business and as we're growing how we're going to be adding staff and adding project managers is his number is 50 we should have 50 jobs whenever it gets whenever a person gets over 50 the job should go to somebody else and then once somebody falls below 50 they get a new lead sort of kind of but also you know my number is 70 and that's not that's live job so i call a live job is when we have money 
-hmm. So we have the down payment and we've got the scope of damage and everything's in the system. It may not be final. We may not have the the latest uh, SFD. We may have negotiating going on, but a job goes live when the, when the money comes in, when the check clears, that's into production. So the number is, and this is a big storm year. This is not not the old damage years. This isn't sniper years, but 70 we should have, you know, from the door knock to the, the check back to the under contract to uh, filed and signed, waiting for adjuster, um, out for mortgage, all that stuff. Sure. Because some will fall off, you know. So if we have, if people always have many actives that aren't officially a live job yet, you know, it's numbers, numbers, numbers. Mm-hmm. That's how I see this. Yep, yep, yep. I've got a question for you that uh, I just thought about. Um, I hope I have the answer. Okay. I don't know how many how many times have you ran into where you've signed a contract, you've got the adjuster meeting, everything, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, you drive over there. They've got their check, obviously. You drive past there. You haven't heard from them a while. They've got a new roof. Mm, yeah. What, that they, just happened. That happened to me. Just they're under contract with us. Yeah. Do you, got do you go after them with that seventeen percent, or do you? Well, that's what's a good looking the best question. Interest of the company. Well, it's, it's a case by case thing. Um, generally, we just it's tough to win that one in court because we actually haven't done the work. Um, and then the time and energy and the, the karma bank that you're you're robbing to have the bad will, but. Um, how big was the job? First not, of all, not big, not Bad. big. You're, yeah, it's like a three, probably twenty five hundred dollars commission. Well, what you can do is you can do, a, you can bring an invoice over and go look them in the eyeballs and you know not be very happy, but say you know you're under contract with me. Did you not understand that? Mm-hmm. Did you go? Did you meet with the adjuster and everything? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, that's yep. complete bullshit. Yeah. Scumbags. Yeah. You know, you, we can lean their house. You can send them an invoice for the twenty uh, night. What is it? 70% of the RCV. 17%? 70% of the RCV. Or and 2000 Or, yeah, or 2000 whichever is greater. Mm-hmm. You can send them an invoice. Depends if you, how mad are you, would be my question. Are you I'm, fucking I'm pissed? Do you want to go after them? No. Or are you going to say, you know what, they're losers. Go right. yourself. Right. If it was a million-dollar job, yeah. that I'd... I'd I say case by case because it does happen. Uh-huh. They get snaked all the time. Roofers are scumbags. Uh-huh. Sometimes homeowners are scumbags too. Our customers are not always right. You know, right. the person that says the customer's always right, I don't agree with that 100. percent Just because of the you know the the tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars over the years that we've been snaked out of or you know had people people do shady things when they get a big pile of money. Yeah. So usually I would just walk, I, for peace of mind, I would go knock on the door, look them in the eyes and say, just curious what I did or what I didn't communicate to you so you could go have somebody else do the work and you know, basically yeah. fuck me and my family and my children and my kids' college fund. Mm-hmm. How could you do this to me? And just kind of learn, go rub it in their face. A lot of times I just walk. But technically, you know, you can invoice that and then we can slap a lien on the house. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, right, right, right. Services, service rendered. Yeah. How many, you know, how many times do you sign a contract and not know what you're under contract for? Yeah. Yeah. I do it. All, I do it all the time. Yeah. You buy some stupid shit off the internet, and oh, you, you, you're going to charge me every month for that? Well, just, just for that happened, pill? Just, just happened to burn. Them, yeah. 
You know, unfortunately, that's that's the downer of our business, and my, the term I always use is casualty or roofing. That's just a casualty. Right, roofing. right. I was just you curious know. how you how you handled that kind of thing on your. On your I own. don't. I, I can think of. I think one time, we actually kind of went to our attorneys and made a little bit of money. I've had some where they they said, "Listen, I know I'm breaking your. I know I'm breaking my contract." I, I can make so much money if I do it the way I want to do it. So here's your 17% and no hard feelings. Oh, that's cool. Or they'll try to settle with me. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you could go and say, you know, you owe me some money so we can do that. You could go test it out for practice. You have a little Chavez practice. Yeah. You know, you're wrong, I'm wrong, or we're both wrong. In this case, I know you're wrong mm -hmm. and you owe me money. So how do you want to handle this? And actually, Phil's in town. Have him run over there. I know. <laughs> no, that's she's 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 a she's a nice lady. She really is. And is it older gal? Uh, so the story she goes. Probably got swindled by Rufus. She probably got. Yeah. The the story goes um, because I talked to her daughter. Actually, her daughter approached me because I was across the street. Yeah. Doing a punch list deal. Power attorney. One. Yeah. Nah. She's her mom. Uh, evidently, has got some stage whatever CP. Did she sign a POV? No. Or no. POA. The lady. The lady signed it. Yeah. And, and she was really nice. And I mean, and then I guess she got real sick after that. So the daughter's the one that snapped. I'm kind of thinking the daughter might have might have had a hand in it. She probably said, "Oh, here's this money, ma. We can get this done for mm -hmm. six grand, not uh, twelve grand." You know. I don't know. What was the RCB on it? I don't even remember. So more than 10 grand? Uh, 10 grand is kind of my number. If it's over 10 grand, yeah, we, may, we, we may want to do something. Yeah. But then you got to think about the Karma Bank. I mean, right. uh, we have been we were in business for eight years now. I don't know if you know this or not. You know, we, we were in business for eight years before we filed our first lien. Never leaned a house. And we're a roofer. It took us eight years to, That's to lean somebody. That's, That's unheard phenomenal. of. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I don't care that uh, I, I care, but it's not. I don't think it's worth anything. I don't think another it's worth angle you could take with this, and we've done this, is we know you're wrong. You know you're wrong. So rather than me charging you, I'm going to want you to get on Google and write me a letter, and I'm going to want five star reviews, and then I'll feel better about this. There you go. You know. Yeah. Turn it into a positive. Yeah. Okay. You know, and then I want some referrals from you. Awesome. Yeah, there's always things around it. Right, right. Yeah, we really. The last few years has gotten it's 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 been a lot tougher. I think eight, since eighteen, since we filed ours, so where people are hanging on to their money more. Mm. And you know that's a phenomenon of roofing. You know, sometimes people that have never had a large sum of money in their bank account they grow very fond of it. Right. So I always say, make sure you're very clear. Make sure you're profiling your customers in a good way. You want customers that are going to work in orchestra with us, and want to pay us and it's okay you can let your customers know i gotta make money too i gotta pay my bills i've got mouse to feed so it's okay for me to make money you don't get to okay unless i change order it and allow you to right right well we got a little more than an hour should we wrap this bad boy up yeah been a pleasure this is yeah this has been a good yeah, one it's been fun we'll we'll uh we'll sign off everybody and uh enjoy enjoy your day have a great one.